Set your phasers to sexy Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of True North Nerd. This week, we are going to cover the news. There's a chunk of it. And we are also going to do uh, probably a quicker than we thought review of Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel, based on the Valiant comic book. But first, we have Kevin. Hello. We have Jen. Hi. And we have Ryan. Last but not least, and Ryan, yes, (laughs) you have the news. I do. Funny how that works. Yeah. Okay, so let's start. (laughs) Let's go. Here we go. There's a bunch of stuff this week. Oh boy. Did you guys see the new or the first trailer for Dune? Yes. I saw that it existed. Oh, you didn't watch it? Oh, that's too no. bad. You're missing out. It looks cool. It looks very pretty. I think I'd like to see it on the big screen. Yeah. If I can. Yeah, it's Dennis Villeneuve is the director behind it. And, mm. uh, he hasn't made a bad movie yet. He's mm. made some that are not as good as his others, but he hasn't made a bad film yet. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And. It's one of those things too. Like I guess I listen. I heard someone describing uh, talking about him and his movies and how he like took like a movie like Blade Runner that really didn't need a sequel. Nobody figured they could make a sequel, and he came along and made a sequel that worked that acknowledged the the original without necessarily playing fan service to it. Right. Yeah. I still have not seen that. Neither have I, but. That's what I've been told, at least. <laughs> so I'm. I would to, say that's accurate. Yeah. You know, so I've recently rewatched the '80s Dune movie, mm. which is available on Netflix right now. Uh, oh, did I say rewatch? I watched it for the first time. Um, I had seen previous to that the Sci-Fi Channel miniseries of Dune, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um. So watching the movie was a little different. It's a little, but it's a, it's a really weird movie. <laughs> it's a really weird book. I don't think book. I've ever seen yeah. it. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen the movie or the miniseries. And I tried to read the book because Brent really likes the book, and I just I read I think five pages, and I was like, nope, I can't get into this. Any book where I have to keep going to the glossary at the back to figure out what's going on loses <laughs> me quick. That's why I lasted five min- five pages, and I'm it's like, nah. Book. It's not the, written the, in English. The original, on. the original Frank Herbert one said anyway. Yes. And, and the funniest part is all those weird you know, book, uh, the weird names you need to check the glossary for and all that. And then the main character's name is Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, I but, think I still do want to see the movie, though. I've never knowing absolutely nothing. Well, very little about it. I think it looks very pretty and it caught my interest. So I would go see it. It has oh, yeah. a good cast. It's a really oh, good yeah. cast. I, there are people cast in this movie that I totally forgot were in this movie or didn't even know were in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't realize that uh, that Poe Dameron was playing his father. 
Yes. Mm. Uh, didn't I forgot that uh, <coughs> that Batista was in the movie? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then there's so many other people too. It's just yeah, it's it's totally like yeah, it's it's a must watch. I think. Yeah, It'll be I'm interesting. Just, I'm hoping we can get to theaters to watch it. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one. This one's for Brent. That and he because he actually told me about it so. Uh, everybody's favorite uh, video game that disappeared is coming back. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game, mm. will be coming to consoles again this holiday season. Yay! Mm. It's the only multiplayer who... game Brent will let me play with him. Yeah. So for those who aren't familiar with the game, it's done kind of in the in like an eight bit style ish, using the art, you know. Resembling the artwork of the original comic of Scott yeah. Pilgrim, uh, in the style of like a, dun- a double dragon type of fighting game, right? Yep, it's a beat 'em up. Yeah, and taking place on the snowy streets of Toronto. It's yep. pretty awesome. Yeah, TTC uh, streetcars roll by. Um, they've changed the names of a couple of the uh, the businesses in the background. But they're, it's pretty obvious what they're supposed to be. Is it Pizza 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 now instead? I think so. there's something like that. And there's also uh, Sonic Boom is called something else. But it's basically their logo. Cool. Yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it it's a great multi. Fun. And it hasn't been available for a number of years due to like the, the rights lapsing on it. But uh, I remember hearing stories of people selling or offering playstations and xboxes for sale that had the game downloaded onto the hard drive yeah because that was the only way you know so they were offering you know, they were trying to selling it with the game installed because that was the only way you could find the game mm. yeah that it, that's one of the those ones that like people were doing it for it's that and that um the playstations with the the playable teaser pt which was going to be the uh kojima guillermo del toro uh what you might call it silent hill game oh um, yes that, that was got, another one of those yeah yeah that got canceled but the and the the trail the teaser playable demo got pulled off the network but now you, like if you want it you can buy playstation 3s where you use play, ps3s with them on installed for like hundreds of dollars yeah. but uh yeah I, I i will admit i am going to download it because it has all the dlc with it as well so i'm looking nice. forward to it yay then we can play it yep next next uh oh okay so apparently uh a series that i know i fell off of uh the walking dead has actually announced an end to the tv series Oh, uh, it will. Uh, the final chapter will be uh, this uh, ending, I guess, with the upcoming expanded season eleven, which will begin in twenty twenty one. So they've got like yeah, so one other season, and that's it. There are two other Walking Dead shows, though, right? There's Fear the Walking Dead, and a new one that hasn't started yet. Called Love yes. the Walking Dead. I'm not sure. Is Fear the Walking Dead still on? Or is I, believe it so. I believe so. And okay. then there's like the... Then I want to say it's like... Story. Uh, like a teenage version of The Walking Dead or something. Like a more kid-friendly version of the, the uh, show. Not, it's not kid-friendly. Oh. I, w- I wouldn't say it's kid-friendly. 
Because it's still The Walking Dead with zombies. But there is a new spinoff series called The Walking Dead World Beyond. Right. Oh, that's be, maybe which, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And it you, debuts this Or the zombies fight Pokemon. <laughs> uh, so this one, so the premise was so uh, debuts October 4th uh, on AMC, of course. Uh, so here's the little synopsis. It's set a decade after the initial outbreak of the zombie apocalypse. A group of teenagers leave the safety of their walled community to travel cross country to New York City in hopes of finding one of their own's missing father. So, and I guess it shows like the military people. I think that show up in the comic might be part of this. And I watched the trailer, and it was some interesting stuff. But you know, it might be enough to get me to start watching Walking Dead again. But it might also not be enough to mm. you know, so yeah. Again. Plus, they're supposed to be making a movie, aren't they, with um, with Rick as the lead? Yes. It keeps yep. getting talked about, but we we'll see. Yeah. And then I, I also the saw... way the world is right now, the a lot of stuff like that is completely on hold. Of course. I also read somewhere of a possible like another spinoff with just uh, like a spinoff with Daryl and uh, shoot, what's her name? Carol? Yeah, maybe Daryl and Carol spinoff. Yeah, the, uh, from what I understand, a pilot's been ordered, but like the series has not been greenlit. Yeah, okay. Which is funny, because it's just like, why spin off their own show? Why not just keep them going in the main show? But I guess it's become, you know, without saying that like, season 11 is becoming too big to get people to jump on board. Yeah, there's that, and if you spin them off to their own show you can tone down the cast and make it yeah, cheaper. That's true. And maybe you don't have to pay uh, Robert Kirkman as many royalty fees and shit like that. <laughs> well, I, am, I am sure he's still listed as an executive producer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, so we had console announcements. Mm-hmm. Both Microsoft and Sony announced the price points for two versions of their upcoming uh, next-gen consoles. So Microsoft announced the Series X, which is the the big beefy one, and it's going to be coming in at a low, low price of $499 US. And the S version, which is a digital only, uh, won't be able to play the upgraded... like for I think the, the, the super-duper upgraded parts that will be played on the X... But it's still like bigger than the Xbox One. <sighs> yeah, it's Microsoft. They're, the new console way they're doing it is kind of confusing. Uh, but it's a, a digital only and available at the low, low price of two ninety nine US. Hmm. So then, so Sony, you know, couldn't let Microsoft get away with that, and uh, so they announced theirs. Uh, and the PS Five is a surprisingly low price of four ninety nine US as well. Um, there was a lot of speculation it was going to be much higher than that, but now the the rumors are that they, uh, you know, they lowered their price to match Microsoft because they could, you know, they didn't want to price themselves out of the market. Mm. Uh, and then I can get a PS4, yay! <laughs> and their digital PS5 is a uh, hundred dollars more than the the, the uh, Microsoft one is three ninety nine. But Jen, you may want to get a PS5. Because one of the new games they showed yeah. is an open-world RPG Harry Potter game called Hogwarts Legacy. 
Ooh. And it's set it's set in the early uh, uh, in the eighteen hundreds. So it's you know way far away from the movies and the books. Um, I watched there's a trailer. You are a student that enrolls in Hogwarts. You go to classes, and I guess there's a whole story of you know you can go you know you find these the secrets of Hogwarts and stuff, and you can decide to be a good the you know good wizard or to be into the dark arts. Oh, I would never be into the dark arts. <laughs> never, never, <laughs> never. I've never played one of those big MMORPGs. I've... Well, no, this was not MMO. Oh, it's not. It's just a. It's, just, it's an open world, so it's kind of oh. just like so you can do what you want. So I don't just, have to play with RPG. other people. Yeah, that's the way I take it. It's yeah, you don't have to play with other people. So it's just like your other games that you do. Grand play Theft like. Auto Hogwarts. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't like playing with other people. <laughs> I, I don't play well with others. I like to yeah. play by myself. <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, just so you know, the yes. uh, the Canadian prices on these um, consoles, the PS5, the um, the full of uh, the full version is six twenty nine ninety nine Canadian, and the digital only version is four ninety nine ninety nine Canadian. Ooh. The Xbox is cheaper. The Xbox is five ninety nine for the series um, the X. series X and uh, three seventy nine for the series S. Oh, that's interesting that they're so yeah the uh, the Xbox is a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah. especially for the digital only version. I may have to wait for the PS seven to come out before I can get a PS five. <laughs> Honestly, what I have now, I have a PS two. It does yeah. not play very well on my new TV because it was built for like the boxy TV. So everything's right. very dark. <laughs> it's the only reason I want to upgrade is so then I can get like the fancier Final Fantasy versions. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that came out of all their announcements is that uh, so that upcoming Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Uh, apparently, if you have the PS4 Spider-Man game and buy the new PS5 Spider-Man game, you'll be able to port the 4 to the 5 and have it be able to play it on your 5. Oh, cool. And they are also coming out with a PlayStation 4 version of the new Spider-Man game. So if you don't want to buy your 5 right away, but you want to play Spider-Man, you'll be able to do that as well. Are these consoles backwards compatible? I read somewhere that the PlayStation 5 will play some PS4 and PS3 games. Some, yes. Uh, the Xbox <laughs> ones have become very good with, with that. Like that they, They've really hung their hat on the backwards compatibility now, especially like Microsoft now has their Games Pass uh, set up where it's like you pay like, I think it's $25 a month or $25 for three months or something like that. I forget what the deal is. Uh, and you have access to like a whole library of Microsoft games. Uh, and some games even that come out like brand new games day and date, you'll have them available uh, as part of your, as your pass. So like they mm. did that with uh, the new Gears of War game. So when Halo comes out next, uh, if you have Game Pass, you won't have to go out and buy Halo because you'll have access to it already. Nice. Uh, but you can only play them as long as you keep your, your past membership up. Uh, PlayStation, from what I had heard at one point, that there wasn't going to be backwards compatibility, but it sounds like they have gotten on board with it now, and they're trying to have more backwards compatibility, but you know, time will tell. Mm-hmm. 
okay, moving away from video games on to uh, some Disney Plus announcements. Uh, we've got talk on our Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, it's only going to be one season, and it's only four episodes. Oh. Ooh. That's it? Now, they How long said, are each episodes? They haven't said that. They're going to be Mandalorian length, 38 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, that part didn't, I didn't see anywhere, but I've, I've only seen, yeah, it's only yeah one season, so it's only got one story, four episodes. Hopefully they're an hour long each, so we at least get four hours, so it's like more or less a movie, but... yeah. Yeah, well. Only time will tell. Uh, ooh, more, okay, sticking with Disney+. Plus. Uh, we did get a season two trailer for The Mandalorian. Yay, Baby yeah. Yoda! And we were all excited to watch it. Yes. It's awesome. Yep. It does look good. Uh, I just I love can't... that I just love that one scene where Yoda sees that something's going to happen and just, like, reaches over to close his little carriage thing. Yes. I laughed out loud in the middle of my office while I was watching that. Yep. <laughs> I can attest to that because I was walking by as he <laughs> laughed out loud. So then he poked his head in and was like, oh, have you watched the Mandalorian trailer yet? I was like, I'm doing that right now. Yeah, I I'm watched it on my phone on my, on my break. and uh, It looks like it's expanding the, the universe a little bit. So, um, yep. And we, we got a, a glimpse of somebody who might be a force wielder in one yep. of the trailers. So mm. which side we do not know yeah. other than, you know, I, I know who the, who plays the character. <laughs> it's a uh, pro wrestler, Sasha Banks, and she is currently a heel. So oh, is that who that is in that, hood? in that hood? Okay. Yeah. So what, that wasn't Rosario Dawson then? That, the like that. I didn't hear a single thing you just said. But oh okay, good, that wasn't just me. No. Yeah, you cut well, off completely, Brent. I was a digital burp. I was gonna say you, they're not gonna blow the Ahsoka reveal. It, well, no, just that's like what that. I thought. Like, but it, so we're going so on that point. Did we ever get actual confirmation from Disney that Ahsoka's in this? Nope. No, they haven't confirmed anything. Okay, that's what I thought. Because everybody's like, you know, oh, well, because that didn't look like Ahsoka. Like, you know, it looked like someone with regular skin tone, didn't have any kind of fun- funky headdress or anything like that. So, like, so my thought was maybe all of this talk of Ahsoka is just that, was just talk. Well, it's it, always. It very well it could it be. It very well could be, but it, Sasha Banks confirmed that was her in the trailer. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know she was uh, cast for uh, for the Mandalorian. Yeah, uh, I think she did it while she was out with a quote unquote injury. Yeah. Either way, coming soon to a Disney Plus near you. We only have to yeah. wait a few more weeks. Uh, oh, and then last night it picked up five Emmy wins. Yes, I heard that today too. Uh, for its, the first and second episode, it won a bunch of like, a lot of technical stuff. And then it's like the categories are like you know best special effects in a in a television episode half hour length like can you drill it down anymore? Yeah. Either way, yeah. So it's like the first Emmy wins for Disney Plus. Now oh, they are okay. uh, an award winning uh, streaming service. So. Yep. 
Uh, okay, so that's it for Disney Plus at the moment. Well, no, if, no, there's some other Disney Plus well, news. Well, no, there's some other Marvel news, but I haven't get, got to that yet. Um, I've got sections in my news. Okay. Do you have other Disney Plus stuff you want to share, though? Uh, well, I, if, if you're going to talk Marvel later, then that's that's fine, because that, that's what I was thinking of, was Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I broke my news notes into groupings. I even have a Star Trek date grouping that, I, that has little news in it, but not a lot. Ooh, look, look at you getting all organized. I know, <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, okay, so this week, uh, actually, currently right now, as we record, they've started uh, uh, the Roost, our RTX at home, so the Rooster Teeth... Uh, convention uh you know, digital version you know, virtual version yeah uh so we've gotten some announcements uh they announced when the new, next uh red versus blue is coming out um uh, they, they had a thing talking about a season two of uh genlock which is the their cartoon that they make in conjunction with um michael, michael b jordan, jordan. Uh, and then we also got a, tr- a new trailer that i just watched today uh for season eight of ruby and, and and a date, and it, so it comes out on November seventh. Oh, jeez. Uh, ooh, we also had some photos leak from the set of Uncharted, so it's actually being made. And the photos yep. you see, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, who I forgot, Mark Wahlberg's in that now, because wasn't mm. it originally at one point Chris Pratt? Uh, it's uh, Mark Wahlberg was actually is, has been attached to it for a while. But there was a period like years ago where he was supposed to be the main character. Oh, okay. And he, I guess he figured he just kind of aged out of it. Yeah. Okay. Now we'll get into the Marvel casting news. Okay. So, uh, okay. Well, first off, we have Marvel has reportedly cast uh, Lovecast Country star Jonathan Majors uh, to be Kang the Conqueror in the upcoming Ant Man 3 movie. Yay, Ant-Man 3! We should clarify, we know he's been cast in that movie. It's rumored that he's yes, playing Kang. That's why mm-hmm. I'm just happy there's another Ant-Man movie. Um, I think he's... From what I've seen of him in Lovecraft Country, uh, he's a good actor. So it's great to see him, you know, another good actor being brought into Marvel. Uh, I've been enjoying that show. Actually, I'm an episode behind on it. Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow on my day off. Um, and so, okay, so the big announcement that we got today was uh, we have a She-Hulk. It's All- great casting, and I don't yes. know why I didn't think of her earlier. I think it's because she's dropped off the radar a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Well, with the, okay, Ryan, so, explain so who the, it is. The first. she that we're referring to is Canada's own Orphan Black Star. Tatiana Maslany, I had it, I had it down earlier. That's right, you got Maslany it right. Has been cast as Jennifer oh. Walters. I've never seen um, that Orphan other Black. show. She Orphan was Black. Orphan oh. Black. Neither, but, but she I like won her. a bunch of awards for it. Yeah. So. she's amazing on that show. I yeah. do like her. Now, she's a she's a very good actress, but it, it's. It's weird. She, I, I guess maybe she took a little bit of a break. I know she's done like some smaller things the last little while, but this is kind of like her big like jump back into the pool of Hollywood, I guess. Mm-hmm. Did she take time off for her family, maybe? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, like she was doing stuff. It was just all lower key, you know, like some indie movies and, and- just stuff smaller uh, of smaller scale. 
So it's interesting that once again, Marvel is dipping into the Canadian casting pool for another main star in one of their features or their shows. Mm. Right. We got uh, the actor that's playing Shang-Chi that they just recently cast from Canadian TV shows. Yeah. Uh, now her, you know, maybe maybe we'll be cast in the next movie. <laughs> we could we could play podcasters in She-Hulk, like she runs <laughs> through she runs through an apartment anything. building and it's us. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a good choice. I'm really curious to see what they're doing with She-Hulk, mm. like uh, which version it is and what the story is. Yeah. If you want to see Tatiana Maslany in something a little more current than Orphan Black, she is on Perry Mason on HBO. Oh, is she? oh okay. I did not know that. Oh, there's another reason to watch it. Uh, and the last little casting news, kind of just no, recasting news, uh, there's been the photos coming from the set of uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, sorry. Uh, and Canada's own George St. Pierre uh, is on the set reprising his role as George Batrock, a.k.a. Batrock the Leaper. Leaper. Oh, nice. Leap, 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 leap. leap. He was last seen uh, (laughs) getting his butt kicked by Captain America in Captain America's Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier. Sorry, not Civil War. Uh, So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what he does in the show. Have you seen the pictures yet? Uh, Just one of him. But it wasn't anything special, the photo yeah. I saw. Okay, so I saw a color photo, and it looks like his suit is like it's not the traditional Batrock suit, but they've definitely incorporated the purple and gold coloring into it. Oh, okay. Like it, like it's not overwhelming. It's just kind of accents it. Like it's a really nice nod to the costume. Nice, nice. Yeah. Does he get to leap, leap, leap? Uh, I would hope. We'll see. He, he got to kick a lot of mustache. people in the last one. So he doesn't have a mustache. No, oh, uh, he he did in in Winter Soldier though, like just yeah. pencil thin, but it oh, was there. Yeah. It wasn't the big curly mustache like the no. character. <laughs> All right, next, next. Okay, so DC fandom part two happened while we've been away. Uh, not a lot of real big news came out of it that I could find, um, other that, um, sorry, Wonder Woman eighty four has been delayed till Christmas. It is yeah. the new New Mutants. Mm. Yeah, not quite that bad, but yeah, it He's actually has there. been moved more often than New Mutants. It's just its moves haven't been as big. Yeah, yeah, and, and like New Mutants was just taken off the table for a while, like mm. completely. Uh, Doom Patrol has been renewed for a, a third season. It'll be on HBO Max. Uh, and we are getting a season four of Young Justice. Uh, this season will be titled Young Justice Phantoms. Did they give any word about Harley Quinn, if there's going to be another season of that show? No. Uh, it, um, no they're you... currently not signed on for a new season. That's why there's a bunch really? of stories going around that it's like, you know, they really should be signing it on for another season. And They did do a panel where, uh, what's-her-face, uh, Kelly Coco yep. did, like, as Harley, like, answering fan questions. Yes. And uh, so it's, 
from what I've read and heard, it is going to get renewed, but they're they're kind of waiting for the the fallout from DC Unlimited or DC Plus or whatever it was called to be completely shut down. DC Universe. DC Universe, and then where they're going to put it. Like it, it's not a given that it'll go straight onto the streaming service of HBO, but it it probably is. Well, so in Canada, it airs on Adult Swim. Yeah, so they they might be thinking like because there's so little new stuff, it might just you know be on a network somewhere. Right. All right, next. Uh, next. Uh, and then, so we got a little bit of Star Trek Day news. Kevin will probably be able to add to this because I've only got one little thing here. Uh, we got a new trailer for Star Trek Discovery Season 3. Mm-hmm. We did. I haven't watched it, it yet. It looks good. And it's coming to us shortly. Mm. Uh, October it, 15th. Yeah, it's four weeks because we're now six weeks into Lower Decks, so uh, Discovery airs the following week. Oh, did you watch today's episode of Lower Decks? I did. I um, love that show so much. Yeah, I enjoyed tonight's episode, too. No spoilers. We haven't seen it yet. I know. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. There wasn't a ton of news on uh, Star Trek Day. I did watch all the panels from Star Trek Day. There was a lot of reminiscing um, with the cast of the of the classic shows. Um, they did do a panel with Ethan Peck um, and um, Anson Mount and Rebecca Romaine uh, to build some more hype for strange new worlds. They did confirm that strange new worlds is going to be more episodic and less serialized than the other new star Trek shows. There will be an emotional arc that runs through the show, but not, not a plot arc that runs through the whole series. So each episode will stand alone. Uh, that is about all we really know about it. Um, was it one of them? I think it was Rebecca Romaine or maybe it was somebody on the Lower Decks panel said that they'd love to do a crossover with Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. And with Rebecca yeah. Romaine and Jerry O'Connell both being on, on those shows respectively, yeah, who knows? It could happen. I, well, uh, they've done enough time travel in yeah. the regular series to go to that time frame. Why not, right? Sure. sure. Um, another person I, I've heard that wants to join the cast or have, have an appearance is... Um, Oh, um, Will Wheaton. Thank you. Will Wheaton wants to bring Wesley Crusher onto it at some point somehow. I did hear that too. Yeah, I had a discussion with a couple people on Facebook about that, and uh, it's. I think it could be great as kind of a one-off or yeah. a recurring thing that happens once a season. But I don't want to see Wesley Crusher as part of the continuing cast. Right. No. It'd be, more, it'd be one of those things, like, have them show up on a planet for a vacation or some side thing, and he's, and I think, the best, you know, he's there as still being, when he was still a student or something, right? You know, because that's the time frame we're in. Wouldn't he, this would be... No, at, that, at this point, he's a time-traveling god, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> at what point is this uh, then during during Next Gen? Is it post-Next Gen? Oh, yeah. it's concurrent to Next Gen. No, it's after. It's after. Oh, okay. So it's after... 
after the Voyager gets back. It's after Nemesis. Yeah. Oh shit! So it's after all the movies. Yeah, I thought it was at the same time as as Next Gen was going on. Yeah. So he may not be a god anymore. There, there's questions about Wesley Crusher in the uh, the timeline. Well, they cut his scene that was filmed for Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah, that explains. We haven't seen him officially since he left to become a space god. No, he's in Nemesis very, very briefly. Oh, I thought they cut it. No, they cut his entire scene, but you can see him in the wedding. Mm-hmm. As you say, isn't he part of the in the wedding party? Or yeah, he's, he's, standing... he's at the uh, at the table in a the Riker a wedding. Yeah. yeah, he's at the the table in a Starfleet uniform, and I remember at my buddy Alex, uh, Alex Kruger, <laughs> who's been on our show, mentioned like, why why is he in a uniform? <laughs> He's a like space they god. Never, they never explain it. So well, Q and, likes to wear uniforms. Yeah. So <laughs> he showed up and didn't have any clothes to wear after the naked part of the ceremony. That's pretty much actually what <laughs> sort of happens. <sighs> okay. <laughs> the, the deleted scene is like from, or the scene that was scripted is he he shows up for the wedding like with all magical powered, but he hasn't had to wear clothes in like since he left the Enterprise. So he's borrowing, uh, I want to say it's one of Riker's uniforms. It's somewhere in it you can tell because it's got like the command pips on it. And you, I've been naked that, for years. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure somebody might correct me on that. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what the story was. But ah. like I said, I, I, I would love to have him appear, but like I, I don't want him to join the cast. Well, Q is going to appear, so if Q can appear, so can Wesley. Oh yeah, like I—that's what I'm saying. Like I don't mind one-off appearances here and there, but I don't want any of these guys to join the cast. I think the well, group of characters they got is pretty awesome, especially yeah. if he's like still like space god mode. So then he just yeah. pops in and pops out. It'd be like I wouldn't mind if the ship vo- uh, if, if it sorry if it visited DS9. They had a DS9 appearance on that show already. What? The episode there was a flashback to en- to Ensign Mariner, and she was sitting in Quarks. With- oh right, right, right. You're right. You're right. I had completely forgotten about that. I never noticed it was Quarks. How do you notice? How, does it say Quarks somewhere, or how do you know it's Quarks? It just looked like Quarks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I, I just say, took it I as any say one space of the station. And they showed the ship docked at DS9 before the scene. I'm sure they showed the whole station. Okay. Uh, I don't cool. remember that part I'll, at all. But. I'll, another reason to go back and watch episodes. Yeah. Apparently, I don't watch it close enough. All right. I got one piece of news to throw out. That Go for it. My list, my list is empty. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, fantasy author Terry Goodkind has apparently passed away as we are recording Aww. this episode. He oh. was 72 um no cause of death stated um is basically his family put out a statement that he had passed away and uh yeah that's Um, sad he's uh he's one of those guys that like i'm kind of surprised more of his books hadn't been picked up to be turned into things especially after lord of the rings there was uh a a series called uh, Legend of the Seeker that was based on uh, one of his book series that was on ABC for two seasons. But other than that, 
but his books did sell really, really well. I, I don't think I've picked up one in like years, mind you. I read one recently and really disliked it, but oh. still, <laughs> I respect him as an author. It was pretty um, misogynistic, the book that I read. Uh, <laughs> he is he was a follower of Ayn Rand's uh, objectivism, so there's also that. But, yeah, that's, oh. uh, you know, it's, I, I remember a time where, like, you always saw a book of his on, like, the bookstore shelves. Like, mm-hmm. he, was, he was very prolific. Hmm. Him and Robert Jordan. Those are the two names that I really remember like seeing during like my teenage years. Oh, Wheel of Time. Yeah. Yeah. I never read those books either. <laughs> no, they were just too daunting for me. Yeah, I was like, mm, I don't think I could commit this much of my life to these books. Nope. Instead, I read like everything David Eddings ever wrote, which was, <laughs> you know, probably just as much. The Belgariad. Yeah. The Belgaria, the Malorian, the two trilogies with Sparhawk. I love those books. Mm. <laughs> so that was all this book talk did remind me there was a an Expanse uh, announcement this week. Yes. Uh, the, the last, uh, the ninth and last book in the series has been given a title and a release date. Uh, so the book's going to be called Leviathan Falls and is going to be coming out in May of 2021. Cool. So I am looking forward to that because I enjoy those books. There's also a comic book coming out uh, based uh, from Boom Studios yeah. uh, with the in the stories, and I forget. I think it's supposed to take place following the events of the latest season mm-hmm. on TV. So it's, I think it's going to be taking like, events that take place between seasons, uh, following um, the the. the the president of Earth, or yeah, of the United Earth, and uh, and I think Bobby might be in it as well, the Martian uh, soldier. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I already emailed Big B Comics to have it added to my pull list, yeah. like a good comic book subscriber does. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so Ryan, also goes, Ryan also goes and picks up his poll list, which is also what a good comic book shop patron does. Yes. yes. Pick up people, your poll list. People don't uh, pick up their poll list? What's the yeah, point? Oh, I a, guess it's, it's, pretty... it's just like people at the library not picking up their holds. Oh, God, I hate that. Except, <laughs> except, <laughs> except the, the library isn't on the hook for exactly, hundreds of dollars yeah. of merchandise that they should have sold because. Yeah, because people didn't pick it up. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a jerk move. Pick up your pull. Yeah. Pick up your holds. If you order it, buy it. These stores are barely breaking even as it is. Even in even in the good times, they don't make a ton of money. Yep. I have two brief um, news bits here. One is that CBS All Access, the home of Star Trek in America, is going to be no more after Christmas because it is being renamed to the so original name of Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I did hear that, and I forgot about it. Thank you. Yeah, so um, along with Apple Plus and Disney Plus, there will now also be Paramount Plus. Um, it says that it will be branching, uh, launching globally, starting in Australia, Latin America, and Nordic countries. It doesn't say anything about Canada. We do have CBS All Access in Canada. I don't know anyone who subscribes to it, 
unless they want to watch 40 seasons of Survivor because Star, because Star Trek is not on CBS All Access in Canada because of but, the agreements they have with Bell. But does it have JAG and, and yes, CIS? It Ooh. does. Yes, it does. Maybe so, your parents might want to, to uh, subscribe to it. Oh, they don't need to. Blue Bloods <laughs> is on 24 hours a day on CTV Life Network. So that's happy. true. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, the other piece of news is uh, the schedule for the online version of the New York Comic Con is out, and there are many, many, many panels um, featuring many, many, many um, uh, shows and comics. Um, did you know that there is a new uh, travel channel show starring the Osbournes, Ozzy and Sharon and Jack? They're, uh, they're, they're going to be ghost hunters. It's the, it, I'm I'm no, not kidding. Uh, yes, uh, there is a, a yep. The Osborne family goes paranormal. Uh, that is going to be on a, a pan. There's going to be a panel uh, about that at New York Comic Con. American Gods, Lucasfilm Publishing, um, um, Valiant, Valiant Comics movies. There's a Harbinger movie coming next year apparently. Um. You know, so lots, and uh, of course there is a Star Trek Universe panel as well, so that is how I discovered that um, that the the schedule was up, and the New York Comic Con, it takes place on the weekend of October 8th to 11th. Hmm. And that is speaking what I have. Valiant, speaking of Valiant comic movies... Did I set that up for you well or what? Yeah. We yeah. all watch Bloodshot. Well, sort of. We'll get that into that with one of our reviewers. Uh, the film starred Vin Diesel and was kind of the last film to hit theaters before uh, everything shut down for a while. Exactly. And, and uh, it is now available on Amazon Prime here in Canada. I don't know about elsewhere. So uh, we all watched it except for... One of us sort of watched it. <laughs> um, Kevin, uh, you were the first one of us to to sit down and watch it and inspired the rest of us to, to do this for the episode. Yeah. What did you think? I was quite pleasantly surprised. I expected it to be a big, dumb action movie with very little plot. And yes, it was that, but it was smarter than I expected it to be. Um, there's a twist in it that... Uh, I'm now, not did you know anything about the movie before going into it, or did you go into it, like, blank? I had read a couple of Bloodshot comics back in the 90s when Valiant 1.0 was a thing. I think everybody at my comic shop got a copy of that chrome-covered Bloodshot number one. But I meant, like, you didn't hear any reviews? But or, like, I had not. No, I hadn't read anything okay. about Bloodshot the movie before watching it. I just happened to be flipping through my streaming services and went, Bloodshot? Oh. And I don't have to pay to watch it? Because sometimes on Amazon you've got to watch out because the movie's not included in your Prime subscription and they'll charge you to watch it. But Bloodshot is part of Amazon Prime streaming and so i'm like oh if, if it's free i'm going to watch it so i was pleasantly surprised by it i liked the plot of it i mean vin diesel is vin diesel but he's suited to this role and uh no i i was pleasantly entertained for a couple of hours by this um big dumb shoot 'em up movie 
Okay. Uh, we will go to Jen for her review because I Jen kind of gave me her review already, and it was kind of awesome. Oh well, now I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Be awesome, Jen. Be no awesome. pressure, Jen. No, no pressure. Jeez. It, um, it was the it was your uh, your comment about the casting. Oh yeah. So I agree with Kevin. Like it was better than I thought it was going to be. It wasn't wonderful. Like I don't think I had ever. I'm so glad I didn't pay for it, and I don't really want to ever watch it again. Um, <laughs> and then I was thinking about why, because it's like it's got a lot of stuff that I like. Like it was a little smarter. I didn't really see the plot twist coming. Um, except for then when it happened, I'm like, wait, I think I've seen this movie before and then I can't, I still can't put my finger on it. So it might've been in a trailer or something. Um, and then I realized that the reason I really dislike this movie is because I don't like Vin Diesel at all. In That'll anything. do it. I haven't seen. And then I was thinking about it and I'm like, I watched the last half of that movie recasting him in every scene. And I'm like, if Jason Statham had been in this movie instead of Vin Diesel, I probably would have liked it a heck of a lot more. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't like the Fast and Furious movies because of Vin Diesel. Um, I don't like Riddick. I don't like Triple X. I don't like, I mean, I don't mind Guardians of the Galaxy, but all he says is I am Groot. And I think that's the only role I like him in. <laughs> what about the Iron Giant? You know what? I haven't seen that in like decades, so I'd have to watch it again. But I don't okay. think, I think I just, I just don't like him. Uh, I mean, yeah. So that's kind of ruined it for me. That'll do it. <laughs> So yeah, that's my review. I don't like Vin Diesel. <laughs> what did you think of the movie, Brent? Uh, pretty much the same as Jen. Uh, it was a what, lot you better don't than like Vin Diesel too. No, I I don't mind Vin Diesel. Uh, but when she mentioned like Jason Statham in this role, I was like, oh yeah, that would have made the movie better. Um, Anybody would have made the movie better. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go that far. I, I don't think I would have done a good job. I'd watch that movie. Why does Bloodshot keep stopping and eating donuts? <laughs> Why is he gasping for air? <laughs> oh, I'll be right there. <sighs> Give me a long-range weapon. Bloodshot starring Brent Chittenden. Vengeance has never been this tired. <laughs> there is a Photoshop poster waiting for me to make. Oh, uh, I make that poster, please. I'll write it down. I'll write it down right now. Um, I, I, it had a lot of elements that I liked. I, I really like Guy Pearce in this movie, but I really like Guy Pearce in everything. Yeah. I, uh, it's like he is just one of those actors that I don't know why he's not in better movies because <laughs> he he is so good. Um, beyond that, uh, I thought it, the the final fight scene, like the elevator punch up it, at the 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 building, like the the big building where they're mm -hmm. like falling down. <sighs> I think it could have used a couple, like another million or two and, or maybe some more time. It just, it, it, there was something about it that looked like it, like too video gamey in, well, in terms of the CGI. To me, it felt like there was this cool elevator fight in Captain America winter soldier. We can do it better. 
Oh. But then they didn't have uh, the people who put that awesome Captain America fight together. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, 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 it felt like a low-budget version of the Captain America scene. I, I could see that. Um, I liked the... the girl, too. She was good. I don't know about <laughs> know the actress's name, but she was probably the most... I, I think she was probably the best part of that movie. No, you're, I thought your favorite part was, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, the blind dude. Yeah, I liked him, too. No, not the blind dude. The, uh... Oh, the Wiggins! I Wiggins. totally forgot about Wiggins! I was, I was going to call him Wiggles, but I knew that wasn't right. Yes, Wiggins was the best part of that movie. Yeah. He should have been in more of it. And after that, the girl was really good. <laughs> so, uh... Elephant in the room here, uh, Ryan. What did you uh, think yes. of the movie? Oh, um. Well, let me just you put get it this way. Who? Who? I don't think Ryan saw Wiggins. Which one was Wiggins? Good. It's like the last. Was that the smart guy from the the smart guy of the other guys? Yes. Oh, I saw him, and then the I fell British asleep guy. again. Yeah, that's when the movie gets good. It's really okay. kind of oh. not well, great because. That's around the time that I fell asleep the second time watching the movie. <laughs> uh, I made it through. I thought I made it a lot further in. They remember I told you, Kevin. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm like an hour into the movie. Uh-huh. Apparently, I was I was half an hour into the movie. I wondered. <laughs> yeah, um, I wondered, and I couldn't ask you because of the way the plot unfolds. I yep. didn't want to spoil anything for you. Well, and no, see, that part first of half my hour problem, feels like an hour. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so part of my problem with when I went to watch it, I started it and it got sidetracked with, I uh, got an email with doing some freelance work that I was working on. So I had to stop and go do that and then came back to it and then watched the, then picked up the movie again. So there was like, I started it, stopped it, got it, watched another half an hour, but by the time I started and watched again it was probably in a half an hour. So to me, it felt like I was an hour into the movie. Mm. Uh, and then I fell asleep on the couch. And <laughs> then the credits were rolling. Yeah, don't worry. You yeah. saw the best parts. So then I started it again on Wednesday night while I was watch- I, eating dinner. Fast forwarded a half an hour into the movie and realized, oh, I'm only a half an hour into this movie. Started watching it again. Got to the point where uh, where the British guy revi- you know, knocks him out and revives him. And he goes back to his with the original crew, and then started feeling sleepy and turned the movie off <laughs> because I wanted to not you know, fall asleep watching it. And Brent was coming over to watch wrestling, so so I'll try and finish this movie at some point. I think this weekend. Um, it's not bad. It has some really cool action sequences. I thought. Was that your hot water tank? It is. Can you hear that? Yep. Sorry. It's okay. I thought powdered like flour when it went to powdered form like that was highly flammable and explosive. Like I thought you could like make a big fireball out of like powdered flour. Apparently not. Well, at least not in this movie. Because there was a lot of flour in that tunnel. Mm. I'm googling it. <laughs> Apparently um, it is. Yeah, see, I thought I thought Our I saw grains it was, like, are so tiny grains. that they burn instantly. When one grain burns, it lights other grains near it, and the flame front can flash through a dust cloud with explosive force. That would have made that scene cooler. Yeah, 
a big like, there's kaboom. enough explosions going on and enough like flower in the air. But anyway, um, it did give him that look of being white, like you, like in the comics for a little bit. Oh, is he white in the comics? I think so, isn't he? Well, he has no blood, so yeah. But that, see, that explains it. I just thought it was like a color, like a colored thing. Like I didn't understand it. Like, that gives a reason to it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it looks like an okay movie. I had the whole story plot spoiled for me back when I, I listened to a different podcast review of it um, mm. when it was first at the beginning of COVID when it was first in theaters and stuff. So I knew uh, what was coming. But uh, had I not known that was what was going to be going on at all, uh, I think it would have been a more enjoyable movie. Mm. Yeah, I swear but, it got spoiled for me, and I don't, I can't put my finger on it. Well, part of it is in the trailer. Cause oh, because the trailer does show him, like, kill, they go through a sequence, and then it rewinds, exactly. and they change the, the target's face, and then it goes through the sequence, and then, so they kind of give that away in the trailer, mm-hmm. but they don't show necessarily, they're just telling you why he's doing it, or how it's, be, who's doing it. Yeah, because as soon as the the jerk guy put his gum on the on the table, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what's happening. And it felt like I had already seen it in like another movie, which might have just been the trailer for that movie. <laughs> and I am a good a sucker for that song. I don't know. I like it whenever that you know the psycho killer song pops up <laughs> in a TV show or a movie. I usually start like singing like singing along and being all like dancing on my couch when I. Oh, now people are going to die. Oops. <laughs> Shouldn't be enjoying myself. Um, but yeah. <laughs> no. uh, out of five, I'd give it a three and a half. Yeah, I, I would do. I would say it's about the same thing. It's not the greatest movie in the history of the world. But I had fun, and I would watch a sequel if they made one. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I might. I, I don't think we're getting it. I don't think. It. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're getting a sequel. Unfortunately, um, I, I think the I think the Valiant Universe is going to attempt a, another film or two. But I I have a sneaky suspicion this one might not be included, especially since they're set up at different film studios. But uh, yeah, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I would say you know if you're bored one day and, and watch it for free on Amazon Prime. Yep. Um. So yeah, well, I've got a question for you, Brent. How familiar are you with the? Oh, whoa! What the heck? Sorry. <laughs> I think what I just fell. That <laughs> that was a pop up ad on something I was looking at online. Uh, oh, sorry about that. I was that. looking at porn. Yeah, <laughs> Star Trek porn, Ooh. but um, uh, so Brent, Boldly how familiar? Going. <laughs> Brent, how familiar are you with the Valiant universe? And were there any Easter eggs in the movie that set up anything else from Valiant? Um, I'm semi Valiant with the or semi Valiant, uh, <laughs> semi knowledgeable with the current version of Valiant, which I believe this is sort of more aiming for than the the original. Right. Uh, I didn't see anything. I'm sure there's something like hardcore fans would have noticed. And I know that they had written a a post credit scene 
that would involve uh, Harda from uh, from oh, Harbinger. Yeah, from Harbinger. As like, and they ideally wanted to get Ken Watanabe for it, which would like, I'm like, okay, that's really good casting. But uh, they just they didn't end up doing it at at the end. I think partially because Harbinger and and that stuff is set up at a different film company, right? So, um, I'm sure there's something, but not anything off the top of my head. Okay. Like, and my but also my favorite Valiant books are ones that don't really fit into that that direct universe. Right. Like Ivar Timewalker, which was, that was a good one. Yeah, that's fantastic. But yeah. it's it's like a weird Doctor Who thing, right? So it there's not going to be much from there. And I also really like Shadow Man, and there's no voodoo or supernatural shit going on. So, right. But, uh, yeah, that's a. I, I hope Valiant gives it another go. They do have a lot of interesting characters, and I think. Somewhere in there, you get the right people involved. It, it, you could get a good movie out of it. Agreed. Uh, which brings us to the end of another episode. And Geek Fix. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. So I started watching a new show. I don't think I've mentioned this as my geek pick before because it's only two episodes in and we've only recorded... Uh, I think once since then, maybe. I don't know. I started watching The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch on the History Channel. Have any of you ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch? Uh, no. I have the uh, 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 last podcast on the left. Okay, yes. So it is a ranch uh, in the States, in, a, in an area, I forget what state it's in, sorry, close enough to Nevada and the old uh, Nevada testing ranges that back in the day some fallout uh, from those nuclear tests it would have you know, drifted over this uh, land. Uh, but it's reported that uh, you know, the, the, the stories go that the native tribes that lived there um, – they at one point were trading partners and friendly until uh, the white man started coming more and more in their lands and the tribes turned on each other. One teamed up with the uh, the, the Americans and to, to force out and try to wipe out the other. Uh, and then they enslaved them for, and took them as slaves. Uh, and so as retribution, that uh, tribe cursed those lands and uh, in native history, in native lore, a skinwalker is uh, a creature or a being like a supernatural being that can change form and like stalks like the night and stuff. So like super creepy stuff. Uh, and ever since, so like over the, like the last hundred years, there's been all kinds of uh, weird uh, events, sightings, things happening on this, these lands uh, to the point where there have been numerous times that the U S government have uh, set up, research at uh people you know scientists and stuff uh to see what's going on of course they never tell you because it's the government and that's all secret uh the guy that owns boeing and like skunk works and all that uh he owned the, the ranch uh for many years and did research there now the latest people the guy that owns it you know he has his own research people there and they're making this tv show uh but there's been you know Strange lights in the sky, cattle mutilations in the middle of the daytime, 
sites. <laughs> There's been reports that people have seen dinosaurs show up and and wander around on the grounds uh, and disappear and stuff. So it's like, you know, it's one of these supernatural things that you take with a grain of salt. And the show is being recorded and filmed very much in the style of like the curse of Oak Island or search for uh, civil war gold and where, you know, you watch the show for a little bit. It goes to commercial, goes back from commercial, tells you what you watched before the commercial as a recap, watch a little bit more, go to commercial, come back and get another recap. So it's that formula, but, uh, I'm a sucker for some of those shows. So, uh, <laughs> You know, this one, I, I, there's no new episodes of uh, the uh, Curse of Oak Island right now, so I don't know how the dig went this summer, if they did, dug it all this summer out on the island. And uh, so this, you know, the, I think this series actually aired last year on the U.S. History Channel, so I think we're, like, a year behind. I don't know if they did a second season or not. But it's airing uh, in Canada currently on the History Channel on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock. Uh, I believe it replays at seven or eight, uh, seven or eight on Monday night. Uh, and it's, it's a half hour show. You can get a little spooky. Uh, this, in this past episode, they were out in the Mesa at night, shining a high powered laser at the side of the Mount, the Mesa that they've seen had the infrared video of it glowing in the middle of the night. Uh, and when they shined their laser, something was reflecting it or causing it to split in two that they couldn't see. And so when they went and actually sent people out onto the Mesa to kind of be like, okay, we're going to shine the laser at you. What do you see? As soon as the people got to the point where the, you know, they were ready to go, the batteries in the, in the, the laser died. Uh, all, all the time, electronic devices, batteries just die and get drained in this area because there's a like super high radioactivity of like electromagnetic, electromagnetic, uh, electro, Magnetic activity? I think that I'm saying that right. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's if you're looking for a spooky show and we're at that spooky time of year, I recommend The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. So when did the History Network turn into the Conspiracy Theory Network? Um, when they started showing alien, a- a- ancient aliens? Yeah. When they yeah. when they stopped showing Hitler twenty four seven seven uh, yeah it used to be week. the Hitler network yeah now it's the alien and conspiracy or uh, do it yourself like make weapons channel <laughs> it's the prepare for the apocalypse it's yep. the conspiracy kind and of. prepare for the conspiracy theory <laughs> I like it uh, that's good you can like it oh uh, thanks Jen <laughs> all right who wants to go next I shall. Um, so I've been listening to this a certain podcast since it started, and they did an episode this week that I thought was particularly good, and I thought you guys would be interested in. The show's called Imaginary Worlds, and it is sort of a – it's an almost um, educational look at fantasy, science fiction, and nerd culture. Um, the episode they did this week is all about Ahsoka Tano. And uh, uh, I found it really interesting. He interviews people who cosplay as Ahsoka. He interviews people who who uh, who um, feel like Ahsoka is a character that that speaks to them. And um, uh, oh, he talks to um, a designer who was at San Diego Comic Con last year in this um, 
uh, her universe fashion show, she was the first person that Ashley Eckstein said, I like your Ahsoka Tano couture. And uh, so, you know, it, it's interesting. He's done um, episodes on Dungeons and Dragons and he's done a ton of Star Wars episodes and Star Trek episodes. And he always finds an interesting take on on the things that we love it's hosted by eric malinsky he he has a background with npr and um so creating creating audio is his is his background and um he 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 loves this stuff as much as we do and uh i find his show very interesting it comes out every two weeks just like our show and uh you can find it wherever you find great podcasts and i do highly recommend it it is called imaginary worlds it has been running since 2014 Mm. cool all right jen uh, so I was kind of getting bored of my Sims 4 game and decided to go old school and I bought and downloaded The Sims Medieval, which was released in 2011. Um, I had originally owned it. I have no idea where the disc was, so I just rebought it because it was 20 bucks and I got the expansion pack with it. And it, I forgot about it, but I also it's kind of like a Sims game, but not really. So it's very much more quest-based. So it's set in medieval times, which is awesome. You get to be um, a hero of a kingdom. You pick like you have a bunch of different heroes, but you start off as a monarch. You can be a king or a queen, whatever you prefer. And then you have to you have tasks you have to complete in the day, and you have quests that you have to finish. And then you level up that way, and um, then you can be a different hero. Like um, there's a wizard, there's spies. You could be a priest blacksmith, physician, knight, merchant, or bard. Uh, and each of you eventually will have all of them in your kingdom and each of them can do special things and uh, further on these quests to build your kingdom. And when I had first played it in 2011 or 2012, whenever I got it, um, eh, it, was, it wasn't it was a Sims game, so I didn't really like it. I was like, yeah, I guess it's cool, but I never really played it much past, like, level three. Uh, so taking a break from my sims 4 game and it's it's kind of fun and i like having like goals <laughs> instead of it just being open world all the time i was getting a little bored of that in sims 4 because i tend to fall back and do what i always do in every game mm-hmm. um so it's nice now to have like specific quests that i have to do and it does also you can play it in like shorter bursts like in the Sims 4, you feel like you have to play it for hours in order to accomplish anything. Like, it takes hours just to build and decorate a house. And then in The Sims Medieval, like, we were a little bit delayed in starting the podcast this evening, so I played it for half an hour, and I got almost halfway through a quest. So it's like you can play it in little chunks, which I like. So I don't feel like I need to be like, okay, today I'm going to just play The Sims, and then I'll get somewhere. So yeah, um, if you're bored with uh, whatever computer game you're currently playing, if you like to game on a PC... Uh, the Sims Medieval is $20. You get that and you get the pirate expansion pack. So, hey, give it a shot. It's kind of fun. Cool. So, for mine, I'm going with uh, a, a new piece of something that I've recommended before. Uh, the Old Guard Volume 2 Force Multiplied. I picked it up on Wednesday. And it's really good. Um, I don't really want to say too much more about it because I don't want to spoil it. There's a couple twists. There, there's one that I did not see coming whatsoever. 
Um, but uh, if you liked the movie and if you've tried volume one of the comic book, definitely pick it up because it picks up right after the, the first story's end and it's pretty awesome. And we'll probably give you uh, a good uh, insight into uh, what's coming up in the second movie when they get around to making it. Woohoo! Cool. Well, that's... That yeah, I'll, I'll put... I'll, I'll put it on your nightstand. Yay. In the meantime, that's it for this episode. Uh, tune in in two weeks for another episode. Uh, we still it's aren't quite sure what we're doing. Um, in the meantime, uh, you can always tune in for Sailor Snacking, which alternates weeks with this show. And uh, Kevin's uh, Star Trek podcast is on a different feed, but we have links up to it all throughout our social media. So... And an episode three of my theater podcast just came out uh, this week as well. So uh, look for Stage Whispers, where we find good podcasts as well. There you go. And uh, if you like uh, industrial music and goth music, 89.1 Max FM every Thursday night at 9 p.m., uh, my show plays. And uh, I found out that I get Christmas Eve this year uh, because <laughs> of when it works out. So... Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for it, but I am doing a Christmas special for my show. Ooh, <laughs> <So>. Cool. <laughs> Can I add a late breaking news item that I just came across? Okay. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Another Emmy winner from a show that we love. Forky asks a question, won the Emmy for outstanding <gasps> short form animated program. Yay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Late breaking. Yes. I I feel like only you and I appreciate that. I don't mind it, but I still haven't watched any of the forties. The episode about what is a pet? Mm -hmm. uh, That made me laugh so hard, so hard. Alrighty, so gotta watch them again. With that, uh, come back in a week for Sailor Snacking and in two weeks for another episode of True North Nerds. Until then, uh, keep healthy and happy, everyone. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Set your faces to sexy. Set your faces to sexy. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. Yeah.